somebody yesterday, uh, they were saying to me, have you seen, uh, have you seen Snoop Dogg's acceptance speech when he got his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? It's about four minutes long and he spends the first three minutes um, thanking everybody that's kind of got him to where he's gotten to, you know what I mean? DOC and, and Warren G and all these people that uh, got him to be Snoop Dogg. And then he spends the last minute thanking himself. Thank, I mean, thank me for for the hard work and the deter- and you just you don't hear people do that very often. You know what? I think people need to fucking thank themselves every once in a while for uh, for point. everything that they contribute. So uh, it was just an interesting acceptance speech and, and like thank you speech to hear somebody uh, spend a bunch of time thanking themselves. But again, I think it's important. So at the end of the day, like how many people really impacted Snoop Dogg's career other than the, like the guy's been <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was huge influence huge influence like the guy's worked his ass off I mean he's got like all these businesses going and it's like at the end of the day it gets to a point where it's like 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 who's Bill Gates gonna thank for all of his success or like Elon Me. Musk you know what I mean <laughs> yeah just waiting for the checks boys Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LeFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. What's going on, guys? Happy Wednesday. Yes, sir. I watched uh, I watched episode two of The Cabin yesterday, by the way. It had uh, his uh, guests yesterday were uh, Nikki Glaser, who's super, super funny. And it, the episode actually starts with him putting like a, a hair removal strip on his ass and he she walks in and rips it off. That's how the episode starts. And then the other uh, the other guest he had was Caitlyn Jenner, who uh, was actually awesome on the show. The whole thing was about like uh, sort of being in tune with your body and all this kind of stuff. So he had Caitlyn Jenner on and it was, it was really, really cool. She, uh, she talked about, I mean, the Olympics and, and, and her accomplishments there and stuff like that. And then obviously the, uh, the massive transformations that she's taken in her life since then. So it was pretty, uh, it was what pretty transformations cool. are those? Oh, I don't know if you've ever seen, <laughs> you should see some pictures of, of Caitlyn Jenner in 1976 versus now. <laughs> some things, have, some things have changed. So, uh, it was, uh, it was really cool for, uh, for a second episode, but I came across a list mentioned this yesterday of just mind blowing facts. Um, like for example, a buttload, a buttload is an actual unit of measurement. It's uh, 126 gallons. So whenever anybody says, man, that's carry a buttload of stuff in like that's now, you it's know, an actual, yeah, it's an actual me- measurement. How, do, how uh, do, we, do we know how that we came up with buttload? I no. I would like, assume like someone just like, walked by and was like, that's, that's a buttload of water. <laughs> like the term shit comes from ship high in transit. That's when they used to send like manure as fertilizer. They used to send it over in ships and stuff. But because of its volatile nature within the crates, the crate on the side, they would want it up at the top of the stack. So it would say yeah. ship high in transit. And that's where the word shit comes from. Mm. Really? Yeah. I so I know that. That's where the Holy word shit she, comes from. I'm adding that to my list of facts. I, lo- I love this kind of stuff, little known facts. I Googled buttload. Yes. Yeah. And it says. Oh, uh, oh, good luck. Don't, don't, don't yeah. do image searches on that. <laughs> don't, don't do it. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to wipe my computer after this. Um, a regional English measure of capacity of a heavy cart. 
a butt, oh. so a heavy cart is called a butt, I guess, containing six seams or 48 bushels, equivalent to whatever the gallon uh, that, that you mentioned before. 126. Related terms, ass load. No. Amount carried by a donkey or any large unspecified amount. So technically, if a person's an ass, you could say, and they're carrying something, that would, that would necessitate that, that they're carrying an ass okay. load. I'm so gl- I'm so glad that roosters are not a beast of burden because a cockload is just a bit too much for me. <laughs> Definitely don't Google that. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do. Uh, I love these. Uh, I love these time ones, too, where like uh, mammoths, woolly mammoths went extinct 1000 years after the Egyptians finished building the Great Pyramid. I think that's Jesus. kind of, yeah, just really puts Whoa. time in perspective. This one, too, I am just not. Uh, I mean, I know about dinosaurs from Jurassic Park, but we actually live closer to the time of the T-Rex then the T-Rex lived to the Stegosaurus. So we hmm. live closer. The T-Rex is more close to us than it was to the life of the Stegosaurus. Really? So the, the, yeah. so the Stegosaurus never coexisted with the, ter- with no, the T-Rex? No, no. Hundreds of millions of years before. Good and, uh, God. Um, the T-Rex never got a chance to taste that delicious, tender <laughs> steg meat. What a, what a chance. What, what, what are the chances of that? That's so funny. It's a damn shame. Uh, Chris, I know you love this movie, so I thought this one was interesting. Uh, The Lion King, the movie The Lion King, the animated movie, was released closer to the moon landing than it was to today. Wow. Pretty cool. And uh, this one, (laughs) Cleopatra. Cleopatra lived closer to the invention of the iPad than she did to the building of the Great Pyramid. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, like just stuff like that. You're like, what? Yeah, that I love doing those kind of things. Like, uh, okay, so um, let's see. N- N- Nirvana, for example. Never mind. There's one that everybody here and within our age groups can relate to. So we're as far out from Nirvana, never mind, as we are, as, as, as never mind was from Sam Cooke's Twisting the Night Away. Jesus. Crazy. We're as far out from The Exorcist. I think The Exorcist came out in 1973. We're further away from the release of The Exorcist than The Exorcist was from movies even having sound. Good God. That's so the exor- Yeah, The Exorcist was, was closer to silent pictures than we are to The Exorcist now. Like, those kind of... That, that kind Crazy. of shit just blows my mind. We're as far away from Back in Black... From ACDC as we are from Bing Crosby's Christmas record. Mm. <laughs> that was released in 1940. So anytime you hear Bing Crosby in the next month, you're as far away from Back in Black as Back in Black was from that. Like that kind of stuff just blows my mind. Yeah. I love the you know? ones that I love the ones that you can try too because usually when somebody tells you something like this, it's the first thing you do. You try to do it right away. Like it's impossible to hum while holding your nose. Uh, <laughs> it's impossible to try to try and breathe and swallow at the same time. You you can't you can't. No, breathe you and can you can breathe. Time. You can you can hum for a very short time here. Okay, you got one. That's, <laughs> that's all you the get. Ear popper, yeah, the ear yeah. popper. And uh, if you could, if you could fold a piece of paper in half forty two times, which is impossible, you can't do it more than six. But if you if you could fold it in half forty two times, it would reach to the moon. You mean 
The half, unfold half, would? Half, 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 half. The, the, the chunk would reach to the moon. Really? The, yeah, the apparently. folded up piece of paper? Mm. Apparently. Okay, well, I know. Okay. I'm going to be busy for the next little while. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can only do it six, I think. Six is the yeah, most you can. Uh, six, yeah. That's insanity. Uh, uh, Woody's full name, Woody from uh, Toy Story, his name is Woody Pride. And uh, the Cookie Monster, his, uh, his name is actually Sid. Which takes what? away some of the gusto from the Cookie Monster, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Stick with Cookie Monster. France was Jeez. still executing people with the guillotine when Star Wars came out. Get out. Betty White is actually <laughs> older than sliced bread. <laughs> oh, that one's going to hurt. Yeah, and the word Pacific Ocean, every C in the words Pacific Ocean are pronounced differently. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that. And, yeah, and really I'll wrap cool. it up on yeah. this one because my buddy is uh, my buddy is Scottish. <laughs> the uh, the national animal of Scotland. I'm not sure if you know what the national animal of Scotland is, but it's a unicorn. A beer. <laughs> a beer. <laughs> it's a unicorn. So the national the the national animal of Scotland is a drunk Scot <laughs> who thinks he's seeing unicorn. Yeah, riding yeah. on a horse that he thinks is a unicorn. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's all coming together. Well, those are good. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 interesting. Um, I'm not like I I don't really, you know. I I'm, I don't have. I wish I had those facts just at the ready, just for the conversation. I I just never like. That's, yeah, I try to memorize stuff, those you know? like ship high and transit. They're just they're they're good little conversational segues for when it goes dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Or you want to switch the subject away from you know who you voted for or whatever. Yeah, like you're talking about <laughs> politics all of a sudden, and you're like, you know what? Uh, Beethoven yeah. and George Washington actually lived at the same time, and uh, George Washington was 40 when Beethoven was born. <laughs> and then you just leave. Yeah. For example, Trudeau, what a piece of shit. Hey, did you know where the word shit comes from? And you're immediately <laughs> off the political hook. <laughs> Works very effectively. Yeah, for sure. Um, was, Joaquin, what, was Joaquin Phoenix at the Piggy Factory over the weekend? I'm yes. a little late to the party on this. Star I heard he was he was at the Piggy Factory, uh, otherwise known as the Maple Leaf Plant at uh, what is it, Appleby and Harvester? Yeah. Yes. Um, it was so. Uh, there's he's he's done a lot of stuff in Ontario, Toronto, like relatively recently, and I don't know if that has anything to do with maybe he's just here for a movie or if he maybe lives here part time or whatever. Um, but I, I've seen a couple of things of him showing up. Um, this, so so this one in particular, he was in he was in Burlington on Friday, right? Uh, and they were uh, these animal right this group of animal rights activists were uh, protesting the ag gag bill. Is that what they're talking about? Um, I don't know the specifics of that, um, but it's like a you know they're they're all it, it, it's for animal rights. Um, all, all these people are vegan, vegetarian. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is vegan, uh, and he's been uh, a vocal support of this animal save movement which is the uh, official name of the um the cause i suppose um one of one of the things like they they were they did this video there's all these these videos of of um going around the internet um i'm surprised a lot of a lot of people haven't 
seen them, especially how considering how local it is, you thought think it would be a little bit of a bigger story. But I guess a lot of people just don't want to think about pigs getting butchered. You know what I mean? So it just kind of gets buried. Um, but one of the main things that happened, uh, and it, it appears that this is one of the reasons why why Walking Phoenix was here. But one of the activists actually got killed. They got hit, struck by one of the vehicles um, that was driving uh, on Friday. No, not on Friday. Oh, okay. Um, it was in, um, uh, I, I can't exactly remember, I think earlier this year, but she, this lady, she was, she was one of the, um, she was one of the people, she was like trying to obstruct one of these, these vehicles that are transporting pigs essentially and, and, and got struck by the, the vehicle and, and died. And like Joaquin Phoenix was there with, you know. The, the the widow the husband the widowed husband of this lady who had kids and stuff it's pretty pretty sad um, and one of the cases that they make is like you know the, when they're transporting these vehicle these these pigs a lot of them they live for like six months um, total so so from some from birth to, to death it is only about six months and they take them on these cross province road trips um to to bring them to this place in Burlington to the slaughterhouse but they don't ever they don't ever feed them on the journey they don't give them water they don't do anything so they really mistreat these animals um and you know i i don't know if you guys have ever not to get too dark but like you know pigs are pigs are really smart Mm-hmm. You know, like, well, that's one of the things that kind of gets lost on this. Like they're emotional, they have personalities, they're very social. And it's like, you know, um, they're by no means dolphins or humans or anything, but like they're smarter than a lot of animals that you normally would. I, I used to live just off Appleby. So I, dr- I drove past that plant like daily, several oh, yeah. times daily. The uh, the smell some days is just horrific. But the um, the protesters are there a lot. A lot. And well, I mean, yeah, in terms of the pigs being herded into that truck, I mean, I'd get off and, you know, one out of 10 times I'd be parked right beside them. So you're looking right at them and, you know, planning your bacon sandwich for when you get home. It <laughs> feels kind of, I do. I, I feel bad, but you can see not a, you bad can enough see a to truck change full, my diet. Yeah, you see a truck full of horses on the, I mean, driving on the highway and you're always like, oh, look, horses. But if you see mm. that truck full of pigs, you just fucking keep looking straight ahead. You don't, you don't even look at them because you know yeah. where they're going. Yeah. No, it is. It, it's, it is. It's inhumane. I mean, but mm. can I... I'm just going to play devil's ass. Like I, I, I'm likely never going to be a vegan, likely never going to be a vegetarian. Um, well, you know, are I, all about it when you do, though. Yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't condone, obviously, the, the torture of animals and stuff like that. But can I just as, again, just as devil's advocate, does it matter if you're not treating them that nice, considering you're just going to fucking slit their throat and kill them and mm. eat them anyway? Yeah, like, I know. I know what you mean. Like I, I just. I'm not saying you know, beat the shit out of them until you. Can. I'm not saying. I'm just saying, we're good. Like this is what's going to happen anyway. So mm. then, somebody that is a vegan, somebody that is a vegetarian, are they not already doing their part for that cause? I don't like eating meat. I think that it's bad, so I'm not going to do it. Why the fuck would I then go and protest and try and get other people to to stop doing something what? that people have done for fucking 50,000 years? Yeah, you there's, I mean? well, there's two different motivations behind going plant-based. There's, there's ethical and there's also health reasons as well, right? Mm-hmm. Like lots of, well, yeah, like lots of people now are going to a plant-based protein all plant-based diet again a good friend of mine does he says he feels great 
Yeah. But it, like it's not it's, like it's, yeah, it's not it's no longer just a, a Greenpeace type thing. It, it's a you know, it, it's a a health decision as well. well and but again, those, that's those, great. And then can't can't they just do that without pro like what are they what exactly are they protesting they're protesting mm. the the treatment of the animals the treatment that, of the animals that's right they're protesting you enjoying a steak <laughs> I, I don't know i don't know you enjoy you enjoy steak too much that's the issue what about a steak wrapped in bacon like that's <laughs> oh, there's been a few times I've driven past those, you know, people holding up placards, and I and there's a McDonald's just like a block away, and I've got my oh, sausage yeah. McMuffin and full chew, like mm. okay, so the Baconator creates for a bit of an awkward situation. But those people who do hold the signs, I can tell you, they they get. I mean, they don't just line up at the gate where the trucks are going, and no, they're, they're out motivated. in the mid- they're out in the middle of the intersection. Like, yeah, they're they're, they're pretty. And I'm not certainly saying that this this poor woman deserved to die. Oh, God, but no, if, yeah, if you but are out there protesting, like that's a really dangerous intersection to begin with. Don't go standing in the middle of it. I don't, I don't yeah. care how big your cause is. I mean, well, no, it's your not. Li- uh, it's not fucking Tiananmen. It's in, not Tiananmen Square. It's Maple Leaf uh, pros, food processing plants. You're, yeah, you're putting your life in jeopardy out there for sure if you're standing in the middle of that intersection because it's all trucks who are making you know long turns yeah. and wide turns and stuff. You just be safe if you can protest knock yourself out but be safe about it so the 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 activist that was killed her name was regan russell she was from hamilton and she was hit and killed on june 19th of this year so maybe that has something to do with why uh joaquin phoenix came in um I would like. That's too bad. Jeez. He had to be in town, like for some other reason. No, I mean, I don't, surely I don't know. to God, there's a, there's a, a meat rendering factory closer to his actual residence. He must have been in town for something. He's very he's very active in the 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 animal rights circles, especially right. now. It seems like so. It wouldn't surprise me that like you know. A lady died fighting for this cause, you know, so it wouldn't make it would make sense for him to kind of show his solidarity yeah. with that. And maybe he knew her because I think he's he had done, he had joined a protest earlier this year in Ontario. So maybe maybe he he was he met her there or something. But like, does that so does <clears throat> does Joaquin Phoenix like as an actor like does that like th- does that en- add any validity to this do you feel like does that like does that like i feel like add a little bit in a way i to this cause feel like it almost undercuts it a little bit i feel like it, mm. det- it distracts from the protest because we're not really talking as much about the protest but more about the fact that joaquin phoenix was here and that mm. might be the way you know what i mean if you're in the middle of a protest and you're protesting and it's like ah oh, we don't want people eating meat and it's bad and then joaquin phoenix walks up at least for a minute you're gonna be like holy shit joaquin phoenix is here Thus mm. distracting you from the cause. So I don't know. He adds light yeah. to it, though. We probably wouldn't have been talking about it at all if uh, if he wasn't it's true. there. So it's, it's very a, true. It's like inter- it's, it's interesting. He's using you know it's a cause that he cares about. Obviously, I just don't know. Like I I don't think that the, the goal here is to get everybody to stop eating meat. I think the goal is to just get these co- these giant companies to start being at least yeah. remotely respectful to these animals yeah there's just, there's a lot know. more to it than that and then yeah. there's the, the the whole um environmental footprint of meat consumption for as sure. well so for yeah. sure yeah. there's there's myriad reasons uh, other than just you know it's cruel for the, that people go off meat or or protest the consumption of it Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm not there yet. <laughs> I guess mm-hmm. I wish I guess I wish I could. There's times that I you know, I mean there's times that I'll have 
chili with no meat in it and think I could do this every day, but mm. then what am I going to have tomorrow? Fucking chili with no meat in it again? Yeah, no, my <laughs> buddy, he's he's a he's a big man. He's 6'2 and over 300 pounds. So you would think he'd need his steak, but he doesn't uh, he eats it's all chickpeas and legumes and that kind of stuff <laughs> and he's maintaining his size. That's for damn That's sure. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he's been on it for like 3 months and he says about 2 weeks into it he just had this you know, like uh, this feeling from his body that this is the right diet for him. He feels great. So I think I've heard long term, there's complications with vegan, the vegan diet, um, like with with uh, certain certain vitamins and stuff that you're just mm. not going to get long term. So they they say that like the the initial six months to a year is like really healthy, but like you know. You could, you, take get, like, you could take supplements though, could you not? If for sure, you yeah. You could take supplements, gap. but like it's you know that's what you, you have to get. Start, it, it has in the like second, third year, it starts getting really scientific to be able to make sure that you're getting all of the things that your body needs, right? Like I don't, I don't know, I don't here's, know too too much about it. Um, here's another question that I have back and forth. So yeah, there's a, there's a there's a documentary out there called The Game Changers. And yeah. it's um, it goes in depth on this about um, meat based versus plant based uh, protein in your diet. And these high performance, well-known athletes get involved in this and they wind up showing that the plant based protein diet is actually better for these world class athletes mm. in terms of uh, building muscle cool. and recuperate time, recuperation time for your body and all that kind of stuff that plant based is actually beneficial. I've never seen it myself, but I've heard it's mm-hmm. pretty, pretty convincing. So, cool. yeah, for me, like if I'm ever if I ever were to make that that shift into the uh, <laughs> vegan slash vegetarian world, well, why is it that they always want shit to taste like meat? Like, I want that burger to look and taste as close to a real burger as possible. Well, no, you don't, because you don't like meat, right? Isn't that the whole fucking thing? Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, <laughs> like the reason meat tastes like that is because of the meat. <laughs> I don't think that anybody who, you know, avoids meat or finds it unethical or whatever your reasons are, I, I, I don't think there's too many people who would disagree that it tastes good, so... <laughs> Fair I mean, enough. Shit. It's like not eating candy because it's bad for you. It's, right. Everyone knows it tastes good. Yeah, I suppose. I just sure. if I were to if I were to go vegan, I wouldn't be going to get like patties that you know, I mean whatever it is like flicking fake chicken and shit like that. Like I would just I would do what your buddy's doing: chickpeas and veggies and, and shit mm. like that. I wouldn't try to trick yeah. my body into think I'm, eat, I'm I'm eating something that I'm not. I think mm. I think I think those uh, and this is just speculation, but I, I would imagine that those meat, you know, meat ripoffs, the beyond beef and all that kind of <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah. is is for people who have eaten meat. Making that transition. Ma- making that. Yes. So to make <laughs> yeah. that sort of transition a little Fair more enough. easier and a little more palatable. So you try and make it taste. As, and I've heard there's now plant based crab meat that tastes and chews like the real thing. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know about that. But. <laughs> None Apparently. of it is like the real thing. Like it's, yeah. it's just not. Listen, but. where there's where there's demand, they will make it happen, and there is yeah. a, a very much an increasing demand for plant based meats, quote unquote. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I I haven't tried any of these these new plant based burgers or sausages or anything, but I'm not averse to giving it a go. It's just I I don't know. I like meat. I do. Fair, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. <clears throat> um, you, go ahead, Chris. 
Yeah, um, I... I didn't. Uh, I didn't really bring this up when we were chatting about it uh, before, but I feel like it's something that that uh, bears, especially given us. Like you know, we're radio people. There was a lot of um, layoffs. Uh, oh, that ha- that happened a little bit, and I feel like I don't want to get. I don't know if you. I don't know if you guys are into talking about that stuff at all. But uh, there's a lot of stuff going on right now in local radio. Like, I mean, it seems like it seems like November um, is the time. You know, right before Christmas is yeah. the time when when a lot of these big corporations seem to feel the need to thin out their staff the one of the big ones was and and i mean uh, uh, forgive me for being a little bit self-indulgent for for the, the people that are listening that aren't like big time radio heads or whatever but like you know it's a little close to us i would say um the three of us for sure uh in windsor they kind of they flipped two radio stations yeah uh and fired their entire on-air staff this is bell and um, management and yeah, yeah and, and management. i know one of them i know one of them yeah, yeah two, for two sure. Yeah, I I used to work with them as well, um, and then and then in Rogers actually uh, a couple days ago, um, they oh, they had they, a mass they, round of layoffs. Exactly, firings, Rogers yeah. did the exact same thing too. Um, so nobody knows, right? Like it's really di- it's really difficult to kind of track how many people with the Rogers one because it's I don't really know anybody that works at Rogers to be honest. So I couldn't get any of the. Yeah. Any it's, of the any of the details, but it, it's just you know everyone's just cleaning house right now, and it's it's pretty fucked up right before Christmas. Do you think that? Uh, do you think that this is still like? Uh, I mean, when I'm in the car, I listen to satellite radio. If I don't listen to satellite mm-hmm. radio, I might listen to the fan. Like I might put on 590 the fan or something like that, but I'm listening to satellite radio. Do you think that that's why? Because I mean, even I mean, Benny knows f- f- firsthand um, our uh, our great local rock station that like fucking seven years or eight years ago had probably one of the the best overall on air fucking teams that I've seen on any radio station ever, and that's including all the fucking big markets uh, in terms of the camaraderie, in terms of the on air talent, in terms of the you could hear it in every every crossover um i mean that that friendship and that that camaraderie and now um you mean and and not not to downplay anybody's efforts because radio is a fucking slog it is so hard to go and do that every day so people that continue to i uh, i tip my hat to you but that station is not the same as it was back then and it's it's pretty much it's pretty much one live jock on that radio station yeah, the, it's the, pretty. The it's afternoon, the afternoon drive slot is the only live show on on Y one hundred eight. That's the only mm-hmm. live show they have now. Their morning yeah. show is from London. I don't know who's doing the midday show now. The afternoon show's live, and the rest is just a pre recorded jukebox. Isn't Big Chris doing it still anymore? I, I, no, I don't think Big Chris is doing it anymore. I, I, I don't know if he's in Barry anymore. To tell you, he the is. Truth. Yeah, he's still. He's, he's, still, in he's, st- he's yeah. still mornings in Barry. Yeah, but mm. uh, yeah, no, he's not doing midday. I don't know who does. I, I don't turn on why. <laughs> why I want to wait anymore? So. Yeah, no, yeah, like me the, either. The, 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 it's, it's a noticeable difference. Noticeable. Mm. And, and that's, you know, I mean, the same could be said for, you know, I mean, the station that I essentially listen to to even start getting into radio, which is The Edge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most people can say there's a pretty big fucking difference between now versus 10 years ago. For um, sure. And and I'm not just talking the morning show. I'm talking all the way across. I'm talking the music. I'm talking the programming, the whole thing. It's just... 
it's different now than it used to be. I think there's less yep. attention paid to it or, or, or whatever it is. But Paulie said it last time, too, that, you know, I mean, he'd sit there and see the uh, the numbers come in for for a company like Bell and Bell Radio was not on the top list, top of that list for, you know what I mean, profits for that company no, versus yeah, you know, their television. The Radio is owned by telecommunications giants for the most part who could really give a shit about radio it's, yeah. it's the first mm-hmm. first place they go to cut it's the first you know because it, it it's it's the most it's the least significant of the bunch and you know 23 years ago when i started in radio i uh, and there were all the you know all radios dying radios dying radios dying. i didn't think it was possible then i i used to poo-poo that with satellite and everything else but now terrestrial radio i i can see it being gone in the next 10 years or so Mm -hmm. it's just it's no longer a viable format it definitely could be without question what live radio does has just gone to satellite and podcasts and everything else but um there's it's just no longer viable because the the talent pool dried up because people who own these radio stations stopped investing in it exactly and And tried to streamline the shit out of it there's a lot of options too for content creators now that people like I mean we're just doing this kind of bootstrapping this podcast as an example but like you know there I don't know how many young how many how much of the younger generation is inspired to to join the ranks of radio anymore I that's 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 the thing it's like when you when when you, you when the money dries up at the end of the day you're just gonna end up having like these people like John Derringer on the on on the air for fucking 45 years well, that's all you got and like yeah because because that's, that's all there's le- that's all that's left you know so it'll be it'll be really interesting to see how um, it seems like they're playing catch up with podcasting and, and podcasting for just as an example is, is just it's a difficult thing to monetize. I mean, I, you know, nobody really understands where the market's going or where what that means either. But, you know, I think that at, for for a content creator's perspective, like, you know, I get that it sucks to be in radio because you're getting, you know, year after year, you're, you're kind of, you know clenching your butt cheeks waiting for the yeah, look, sh- fucking the, the, yeah the 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 shoe to drop but having said that i mean there's more options for than there ever has been for like good talent to get their voice out there so like you know if you're willing to put that that work in you know eventually i think you know it, it's just it's just tough. It's just tough to to to, to project and 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 see, and it's especially tough for the people that I know that still work for those companies. You know what I mean? Like, goddamn. I don't miss it. Yeah, I don't. Do I. I, I don't miss that uh, that part of it anyway. Wondering when the shoe's going to drop. I'm just looking at the forecast today. No snow today, right? No rain. No snow today. There was some last night for sure. Yeah, rain. Oh, great rain today, and I'm working outside. Yeah, it's supposed oh. to be. It's supposed to be uh, double digit temperatures this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, kind of Sunday odd for, odd for end of November, but whatever. Sunday is ten degrees. I worked in uh, that snowfall that we had on the weekend. I've never seen a more local effect snow like <laughs> where where three blocks. <clears throat> For example, okay, so I worked in Toronto on Saturday, and we got, I would estimate, about between three and four inches of snow fell. Like, it was, mm. it was, it was, a, it was snowing, and it was sticking to the ground pretty good, but we drove back from Toronto, and we had to go to my buddy's place, and he lives in Burlington, close to, relatively close to the lake, and... 
So by the time we got off at Burl Oak and the QEW, there was still some snow on the ground, nowhere near Toronto. By the time we got to his place down by Lakeshore, no snow. Wow. And, part, you know, Hamilton up on the mountain. Well, this is common in Hamilton, but up on the mountain, they got a ton down here yeah. in Westdale at my place. The other day I went out, there was none on the ground. By the time I got up there, there was still two inches sitting on the ground. So Yeah, I was just about to yeah, say my daughter, just, my daughter's daycare is up on the mountain and we'll drive up there and it's like a winter wonderland. And then you get on the red hill and you get down and you're like, oh, no, back, back, yeah, it's back to normal again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, you, have you? And we were, while we were in Toronto getting all that snow, the, the, the guy we were working for was talking to his daughter in Barrie where they had none. Now, that's a rare one. That's thing. odd. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's yeah, coming. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's rare. It's coming, Barrie. You get ready for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's coming to get you. Exactly. Yeah, you, you <laughs> compare that to uh, my sister. She moved up to, um, I think it's Holland Center, which is kind of near... Um, um, Owen Sound, back where I used to live. Yeah, yeah. And they've had like, like, like Blue Mountain level snow oh, really? for the last half since the beginning of November. It's pretty wild. My mom's you in guys, Timmins, and she says she hasn't got very much either. So, mm, but it's coming. You, it's coming. So, so the snow. Like, I mean, we we had that one first snowfall. Everybody panicked. I was out driving, and everyone, everyone, as is custom, forgot how to fucking drive. Yeah, that's right. Quick, quick right? in the ditch. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. Everyone's just, it was crazy, man. Like I had, this has not nothing to do. Like, like it's not as if they were driving too slow or whatever. It's just like literally people just do, just forgetting the basic rules of the road. Like hmm. way more people, people weren't signaling. People were veering in and out of traffic, veering in and out of lanes all the time. I got cut off three times on the link. It was crazy. I can't like, it's, you just... <laughs> It's fucking like you just predict it. You know what I mean? The first snowfall, everybody freaks out. Um, I miss I, those first 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 few weeks of <laughs> lockdown where there was no fucking cars on the road and you'd go out and you're like fun. Mad Max. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. Did you? So I, I even saw a couple people that didn't like like already people are too fed up with the snow not to brush off the the oh. back windshield the, the, the back window yeah the rear window the defrost will get vehicle. it I, I, I saw my people, personal yeah, favorite is that person who just you know scrapes a hole big enough to see through in the windshield like they're looking out a periscope and a fucking u-boat jesus like god damn man just yeah it's classic take, take the time to do it but yeah it's 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 it, it's a rite of passage the first snowfall and driving every year and it's the only snowfall that I sit back and go, yeah, it's kind of pretty, and then it, then it goes away like an hour into it. And like, fuck, this snow sucks. This this, yeah. this this sucks. I I can't. I'll never get over my aversion to winter. I just don't enjoy oh, really? it. any uh, any anything about it. There is nothing like redeeming it. about it to me whatsoever. <laughs> I can't stand it. I've been. I was meaning to ask you guys. It's come off as a random question. I'm not sure how this is going to go, but. What's your what's your winter clo outdoor clothing game like? Like, do you are you guys like it's it's a cold day? Are you gonna go out? Are you busting out the scarf? Are you busting out the gloves? Are you busting out the toque? Or what do am you I just go out with? Like, what do you what do you have in the closet waiting for you when it is a cold cold ass day? If I'm like, gonna you, be out, yeah. if I'm gonna be out for a long time, it's multiple, multiple layers. Like I want to be able, to, oh, definitely, because I want to be able to adjust. 
Mm. You know, like I, I don't get the big heavy mammoth coat unless you know you're going to be outside and inactive. So, for example, you're standing at the Santa Claus parade on a cold day. That that's the big heavy jacket. That's that's the full on ensemble. If I'm going out working like I am today, then it's multiple layers. If I'm going to the grocery store, I'm I'm wearing my t-shirt because I'm only. You know, cold from the walk from the across the parking lot. That's about it. And I hate having to cart around a coat and a scarf and a hat while I'm at the mall, kind of thing. So, yeah. I, I mean, again, I put so much thought into it just only because I can't stand it so much. I just want to be as comfortable as I can. Whereas in summer, I just throw on shorts and flip flops and head out the door. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little. I'm a little. Uh, if I was if I was a single guy like in my single days I would just kind of go out bomber jacket no gloves no hat just off I go now that I'm married and I have somebody telling me what to do and then I have kids that I also have to be an example for um, I have to I have to rock the hat and the scarf and and the gloves and I've actually discovered in my older age that I like to be more comfortable <laughs> I think when I was yeah. like 20, 25 I'd be like I don't fucking care if I'm cold now I'm like no it's it's yeah, uncomfortable I'm no, I'm no I, longer, I feel it in my I start saying stuff like I'm feeling it in my bones <laughs> I'm, I'm no longer I'm definitely at. a long way from my waiting to get into the club with my t-shirt on <laughs> that's still one of my favorite sports is to drive through like Hess Village in mid-February <laughs> and see all the chicks out there in a mini skirt yeah. and Sandals and a white shirt, black skirt. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I am like, I've never learned my lesson. I don't know what it is, but uh, I'm always woefully unprepared for the cold weather. You're that guy. (laughs) I'm always, always, man. I always, I'm always underdressed for it. Like it's come to a point where like, I'll have to, I have to throw like a jacket and a sweater in my car just to have, just in case I just go out. Cause I always just try to go out in a t-shirt. I always try to pull it off like with a t-shirt and like a winter jacket or a t-shirt and whatever. And it's just, I'd be curious to know. I haven't figured it out yet. The percentage of drivers who went out on Saturday before the snow started to fall, went to where they were going and then realized they had no snow brush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that'd be up there for sure. For I didn't. Sure. I wasn't ready for it. I had to use the sleeve of my arm to get the window brushed off. I just wipe Classic. a little hole so I can see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. The, you, uh, you did, uh, you did, you did the frost peeper. Yeah, Pardon me. Yeah. Do you have your winter tires on yet? No. No. Nah. I'll get those on in March. <laughs> it's fu- It's funny. It's a funny thing. Cleopatra is actually close. She 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 actually lived closer to the invention of the iPad than than uh, Ben is to getting his winter tires. <laughs> to put get, on. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Well, the winter tires only on the Fiat, right? The truck's four wheel drive, so I don't give a shit. Mm. But yeah, yeah. The, the Fiat, I sort of should get that done. Yeah, definitely, definitely on the Fiat, man. That thing, you know. I, 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 I drove a um, Suzuki Swift without winter tires oh, yeah. in the middle of a snowstorm, Wee. windy, like snow squall, <laughs> windy, windy ass storm one time. And it was like, I almost got blown yeah. off the road like 15 times. That was, yeah. that was Swift. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, there's certain weather the Fiat just it, it don't even leave the driveway. Like, just leave it there and wait for it to melt. Exactly. I still remember going to uh, driving to Timmins to see my mom. And uh, for anybody that's made that drive to get from here to North Bay is about what four and a half hours, give or take something like that. Um, yeah. And then usually from North Bay to Timmins is, is about the same. It's about four and a half hours on the other side of North Bay. Uh, my wife and I, my wife and I went up uh, during and it didn't start snowing until we got to the other side of North Bay. So four and a half hours. Boom. We got to North Bay. Uh, the second that we left North Bay and you start going up that one big hill as you continue going north, um, mm. that 
that's when the snow started and it took us nine hours to get from North oh Bay gosh. to Timmins. Oh. It's, you know, when they, they show like uh, Han Solo and Chewie and they, they're flying through the thing and there's like the fucking things coming right at their eye. That's yeah, the way the yeah, snow yeah. was the whole time. We spun around at one point <laughs> on the highway oh and for those that have driven up there, you know that a lot of it is blasted rock. The highway has been blasted off the sides and there's a pretty substantial drop off on a lot of those sides and you could just as the car was spinning you kept seeing that drop off and then spin around and then drop off and it's like holy fuck so Good i like times. winter driving <laughs> oh, yeah. dogs were sleeping in the back the whole time we were spinning around too that's the best of course part. of course <laughs> i'm what excited happened? because it looks like i won't have to go back into the office until the new year at the earliest so i oh. seem to have weaseled out of the daily commute for now and i'm Good for, for you. now yeah, good for like you. The win- sorry, not the daily commute. I mean the winter. Like, like you know, there's a lot of fucked up things about COVID, but the idea that I don't have to drive, I, I am almost skipping the majority of a winter, like, commuting. Is, <laughs> yeah. is pretty damn sweet. Cause yeah, I there's nothing shit. wrong with that. Yeah, man. Well, guys, I got to get moving. I got to be to work for 8 o'clock. Cool. Sounds good. For those of you listening at 7.30, so. Uh, yeah, I got to check out. Um, cool. Are, do, are we talking to Polly tomorrow? Do we know? Yeah, I think so. We got to okay. figure out what we're going to chat about. Maybe we could do like a little bit of a freewheeling episode news style sure. thing. So, sure. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Cool. Awesome. All right. See you guys. Thanks for listening to Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie, Mark LaFave, and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter.